Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And step back to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation podcast, where we are the voice of the professional fan. As you can see, we are in our new studio, and we are here to award a new NFL Super Bowl champion, the Los Angeles Rams, Money Mike, yeah, Stat yeah, Pat, yeah, yeah. Simsta, yours truly. We are the Profanity Nation in our new studio. It's looking nice, dude. We're loving it. Yeah, We're looking yeah. good. Profanity uh, TV. Profanity TV. Infanity TV. Infanity TV. Radio. Uh, headquarters, we got our own spot. We moving on up, y'all. We are good. <laughs> That's we are what, good. You know, hey, we we going through all the technical difficulties, but it's gonna be a great show anyway. Yeah, it's gonna be a great show. Show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So Stat Pat is our resident NFL uh, specialist here, and of course, uh, that was an incredible game today. We all saw it. We're I all was watching. there. Yeah, Money Mike was actually Money there a little bit, and we're gonna talk to Money about that. <laughs> he was at the game. Sort of. A little bit. Kind of. A little bit. And I know that's weird. I know that sounds weird. But uh, Stat Pat. Yo. All right. So uh, tell us about the game, of course. Uh, sum it up a little bit. We had the Rams versus the Bengals. Uh, nobody expected the Bengals to be there. Rams looking good. Everyone kind of thought until they went through that in November, but they kind of turned it around, right? Yeah. Um, what did you think of the game? What did you see transpire there? Well, you know, if, it was funny because, like, the, everything leading up the last two weeks is basically it was like the Bengals are just happy to be Right. And everybody thought that the Rams were going to pretty much, you know, get on get on them quickly and then basically run away with the game. Um, and when you saw the first drive, kind of like, OK, here we go. Like we're ready to put seven on the board real quick. And and you're thinking to yourself, OK, well, you know, it's, it's look like, you know, what I'm saying it's, uh, it's a blowout, but you're looking at what's going to happen. You were watching. Yeah, you watch it for. Yeah, and, I was watching on this is OK. All yeah. Right, and right. one thing about like the when you play the Rams, you got to play. You got to like get touchdowns. You can't really settle for field goals. So when it's seven three, you're kind of looking at, uh oh, you know, and then the Rams hit the ball again. And then it's like, all right, they score again. Luckily, and it's funny thing about it, like people don't understand, like the, when people miss those extra points, man, they loom large, oh, they'll big time. large, big and, time. And I hate for anybody with playing squares because that probably wrecked somebody right, <laughs> just right there with that. That was that was <laughs> that, it, at least that didn't point. change the over under though. I don't believe. No, no, I think they actually uh, and and the spread was cool too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they they scored, and once they um once the turnover started to happen, once. I think uh, Stafford threw that interception, and they went down to score, and they made it like 10-13. Uh, then it was felt like it was life in the Bengals. And then the halftime show came out, then they would come out, and they do that one play, and then they go right on top of them, and they take the lead. Yeah, that came Now, out that quick. play, though, was kind of controversial because had the Rams lost that game, that play would have been magnified. The face mask, correct? The face mask, On Ramsey? Right? On Ramsey. Um, no question about it. Let, let me just say, blown call, blown call. Let me just say, I don't know what you were talking about. I didn't see none of that. Yeah, my okay. <laughs> oh, go ahead. Yeah, um, <laughs> I know, I know. We gotta fill Mike in. Tell on me, the I, game. I don't know what happened. So uh, how then, was that so far though? Mike, yeah, he was well, I don't know what happened. But yeah. I mean, long story longer. Um, <laughs> the, you know, they went to um, that would have been there. questionable for years to come. Yeah, but then of course, like so, the no, it's pretty clean game both ways. You know. Um, they go up top of them 24, I mean, 20, uh, 16, the Bengals are winning all the way until we get to the last drive of the game for the Rams. And then that's when it gets kind of weird for me because, you know, we're not calling anything. And then all of a sudden we start calling the holding calls start doing like that, and it felt, and I'm look, man, nothing against any Ram fans out there. Obviously I'm sporting my Raider hat, no matter who playing in the Super Bowl, <laughs> you weren't but, winning. but why does that have to happen there? And you're basically leaving the door open for speculation. And I mean, I know it's not quote unquote rigged, but you can't be calling these calls right then when the and when you look back at the tape. I mean, it was long. I mean, there was no hold on 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 Cup right there, and that would have made it fourth down. Now, if they would have scored or made it feel, you know scored on fourth down, that's I know a whole another thing. 
but they didn't. They rewarded them with extra downs. And before you know it, they basically gifted them a, a you, touchdown. You know what, though? You know what, though? We, we know. We had ref, uh, uh, was it Reed? Correct. Yeah. yeah, we had ref Reed on the show here, basketball ref, and he said, absolutely true. There are makeup calls. And they missed the face mask. They saw that. The league let that go. The refs, they're going to make up for it. In the end, it's all You got to make up for that, John, earlier, though, than that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The last yeah. two minutes of the game, yeah, when it, driving for the game-winning um, winning time for the Super Bowl. Um, you know, but look, at the end of the day, the Bengals had other opportunities to put more points on the board. They didn't. And they left the door open for the Rams to go down there and get that touchdown and win the game. Money Mike. Uh, I know you didn't watch the game, but you do know who the quarterbacks were in the game. You got Joe Burrows <laughs> and you got your boy uh, Stafford in there. Um, we had a lot of retirements this year. Yeah. A lot of quarterbacks, a lot of legend quarterbacks stepping down. Looks like the league's in pretty good shape, though. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, definitely. First of all, Joe Burrow, man. Like yep. this dude literally was his second year. Uh, they won with two games last year, then they're back in the Super Bowl. Um, you know, I, I you know, I, my favorite shirt, my favorite statement shirt on the profanation.com, you can go get it, is heart over talent. He has that. You know what I mean? He he has that 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 heart and and he knows how to take a team. Uh he got Jamar Chase, who was his LSU buddy at LSU. So they teamed up and you know, Chase they thought Chase wasn't, you know, what they say, he wasn't gonna even be good enough to, to be in the league. And yeah, then, he was good. literally made the Pro Bowl, you know, as a rookie. And and Joe Burrow just you know rolled them all the way to, to Super Bowl, so he has a really really bright future. Same thing with uh, Bradford. I mean, like, look, I knew that dude had heart when he dislocated his shoulder, you know, with Detroit and came back in, popped it back in place, and threw a touchdown pass later on. Like, you know, yeah, I was like that dude gonna be somebody. Yeah, and and it's obvious it's Detroit, not the co- not the quarterback. Like, right. That's that's why. Could you imagine if uh, Megatron? You know, when mm-hmm. Megatron was, he was over there in Detroit. Yep. It, it, why, why is, why is it like that though? Why, why does Detroit get like a Barry Sanders and just waste their career? Why, what is the loyalty like, you know, with, with, with that? Because look, like, could you, Barry Sanders could have won how many Super Bowls? Megatron could have won how many Super Bowls, but they just stayed over there in mm-hmm. Detroit. And then, and, and you see golf over there. And he sucks too. It's just I think it's Detroit's franchise. Yeah, it's, it's the the Lions is, is really a bad uh, franchise to go to. Um, right, they're worse than the Clippers. The, the only thing is kind of cool. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, well, you know, <laughs> they're the Clippers of the NFL, we'll say, but I don't know if they're worse than the Clippers. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, but this was a great game. Uh, the Rams uh, came out on top, but nobody expected Cincinnati to be where they were this year. Where does that put them next year? Does that mean that they're going to over-exaggerate? And, oh, they're definitely Super Bowl front. I mean, what, what's going to happen? Okay, there? they're not going to be Super Bowl front runners <laughs> because Mahomes still plays in, in Kansas City. Also, Josh Allen is with Buffalo Bills, and they look great, too. Um, everyone's and, getting and, better. And everyone's, everyone has, you know, younger, youngest quarterbacks right now. The next generation is stepping up. Um, and we have Herbert. Right there in, uh, in San Diego Chargers. Also, we have um, mm-hmm. another quarterback I'm thinking of. I mean, a, a, the NFC, I mean, the AFC have like four of the young, hot, up and coming quarterbacks coming through with Joe Burrow, um, yep. Herbert, uh, Mahomes, and also, uh, with, I said, Josh Allen. So, um, but they're good. They are good. They have their weapons. Um, one thing that surprised me about the Super Bowl is that a lot of people didn't think that they were going to be able to play the kind of defense they did to 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 stop the Rams, um, and that was surprising. You know the fact, you know, and but you know Eli Apple is their DB, and Eli Apple is like you know he's he's cool, but he played with the Saints, he played with the um, Giants. This is his third team. But it's usually a third team when you're that young. And it's your third team is that for is some you know is it for a reason. And uh, he did give up that last, you know, touchdown to Cooper Cup. But <laughs> not too many people can guard Cooper Cup nowadays. Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't put too much stock in that. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into Money Mike's experience. Okay. So, as we mentioned, we we just touched a little bit on it. Money Mike was at SoFi. Money Mike was at the Super Bowl. But Money Mike didn't get to watch any of the actual Super Bowl game itself. Fill us in, Money. So, I, I had a bright idea. To, I said, you know what? I want to go to the Super Bowl, but I don't want to pay like $5,000. So I said, well, what if <laughs> I got a job working the halftime, right? So 
I got a job working half time, fifteen dollars an hour. Um, for the last two weeks, I've been, you know, going five uh, five p.m. to ten p.m. every night. I every saw night. I've actually saw the show probably about twenty different times. You know, uh, uh, <laughs> the halftime show. Half show. I saw the halftime show about twenty different times. Snoop, Mary, you know, uh, uh, Kendrick, all everybody was there. Eminem, they all were there. You know, for every dress rehearsal. You know, it was like always amazing every time I saw it. And I so I had a bright idea and say, yo, if I get into the stadium, maybe there's a way I can figure out how to stay into the stadium, right? <laughs> after you know, halftime. After halftime, right? So all week I've been casing the joint. Right. right. You know, I'm, I'm out here trying to I'm trying to figure out how I can, you know, go around looking at like the possible security chats. I'm looking at the the the, you know, the passes, the all access passes that they're yeah. given. And then, you know, so on Monday, you know, I'm like, OK, cool. You know, I can duplicate that pass. All I got to do is get passes, security. I'll be good, man. By Tuesday, you know, they gave us these little wristbands. You know what I mean? Like, hey, just show your wristbands to them. You walk right through, man. By Wednesday. They changed the they changed the 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 all the criteria, the credentials. They had pictures on them now. All of a sudden my wristband was beeping. You had to beep yourself <laughs> in. They had your profile. Like, oh man. So my my <laughs> you on lockdown. Yeah. I was like, oh, security's getting tight. So, so you that. thought you were gonna go to the Super Bowl and watch the second half. And listen to y'all, listen, man. I'm gonna tell y'all, see, Pat, I'm gonna tell you this story, man, because you go, you ain't gonna believe it. So oh, I'm talking me and my homeboy. Every we we're working and we're pushing the carts out. We're taking by the way, let me tell y'all what cart I was. So if you guys everybody watched the Super Bowl, mine was the most important cart, right? I was that uh, the one I pushed out was that round circle right behind Snoop Dogg House. The one that kind of just sat there that had the orange lit flame thing. Yeah, no. that's all me. That was me right there. Yeah, I didn't that see. was me. <laughs> I pushed that one out. Y'all saw the house and it was a little small little circle. I didn't see like, it. Like right there in the back. That's all me right there. That was all me. But anyway, <laughs> me, me and my me and my seven other uh Partners, that was cart, right. cart number twenty-eight. Woo, woo. So anyway, <laughs> shout out cart twenty-eight. Yeah, shout, yeah, shout out, out to cart number twenty-eight. Shout out to cart twenty-eight. Yeah. So look, real quick. Long story short, I'm try- over here trying to figure out how we gonna get in. You know, we've been going in and out at the same time. Like, man, they're not che- they're not checking this. They're not checking that. Okay, cool. I got it. Right. So the day of, I kept on telling my homeboy. I said, man. We're going to be like Eminem. We got one shot. We get that one shot, we're going to take it. <laughs> we get that yourself. one shot, we're going to take it. <laughs> so we walking down in there, and they 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 took us a whole nother way. It was a whole nother way walking into the stadium. You know, we've been practicing all the other stuff. And <laughs> now all it's of a, a sudden, secret entrance. We're going through a whole nother entrance. We're going through a tunnel. Psych. We're going yeah, left, you're right. Doing the uh, you know, we're going, going left, we going left, right, left, right. And then all of a sudden, we get to a stop I where we're, we're one above where we're going to be like on the ground where the field is. Right. And I start seeing all these people. They, they start going to the door, right. For my people, my, my, my field, we call the field team, field team. They are going to the door. So I'm looking like, well, hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can go there. They got the dude from guest services right there at the door. He ain't stopping nobody. Door opening, people walking through door opening, people walking through. So I, I walked through too. Right. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, I'm going to the restroom. You know what I mean? It was a little bit of line for the men's restroom. Was a line, and then I'm looking behind me like this is my chance, and I froze. And when I froze, they opened the door and said, "Come on, guys, we gotta keep on going." And I walked back to the tunnel to go do the halftime show. Uh. If I would have kept going, I would have been at that Super Bowl for free and just been at the concession stand. I didn't have a ticket. So yeah, you know what you told me. Standing room there. Yeah, you well, you told me how you were gonna do it, man. That was, that was pretty perfect. Like you said, if all you had to do was go to the concession stand and get yeah. some and drink some Pepsi, like the yeah. whole way, like we'll do. Like I Pepsi, mean, give look, us a call. We are accepting sponsors, man. We yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the fact that you would have done that, I think you would have got away with that. Cause man, I thought that's pretty genius. I'm this, like, you just go over there because everybody hang out at the and, and you did have other shirts on, right? I had listen, I got a Ram that's shirt it. over here. Man. Ram shirt on. I have he was, a different I have a different mask. I was, uh, I was my plan was to go to the restroom, pop out my <laughs> my little uh halftime shirt. You know what I mean? Take my wristband off. Like little, Superman, you're gonna go into the phone. And then and I was gonna walk in. Like, I was gonna walk in and blend in, and I could have. And, and here's the thing, though: you 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 be worried about it because they got your social security number and your employee number and all that other stuff. And they got us. You know, they they, they were telling us that our uh, our uh, band was attached to us. Man, 
when I tell you they didn't scan nothing out, and they literally, and maybe I shouldn't say this. Maybe I shouldn't say this, man. Look, they use us like, put like I'm gonna just say it like this. Like, like I heard when they were done, they was done. They dropped us off on Prairie and said, "Well, you you ain't gotta get back on the bus, but that's but you can't come back in here." When we were done, they just dropped us off on the street. They said, we can get back on the bus if we want, but you ain't got to. You ain't got to go back. We, we done with you. Yeah. They said, you got to come. You ha- In order to come to, in order to come, you have to go come on, on the, the bus. bus. But as far as getting home, that's up to you. They, they but but they did give you offer a ride, but you didn't have to take they it. They offered a ride, right. But they you didn't have to they take it. They offered a ride. We ate Panera Bread or Jersey Mites every day. I was so tired of sandwiches. And then they fed us twice a day. They gave us some dry, some, it was almost like a, maybe a day old pizza or something. You know that that was it. So uh, that that was my halftime experience. But let me just say, y'all though, um, uh, all in all seriousness, man, it, it was a it, it's something that I would recommend that everybody does at least one time. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like I'm I'm literally yeah, on the field. Yeah, I know. I'm on no. the field. No, why? Why not? Why not, Jeff? You missed the whole game, dude. I saw Snoop. I was on the field. I mean, do you understand? I'm by the speakers that they're using to do. I'm listening. Look, I'm watching the show. And it's one thing when you watch the show in rehearsal. It's another thing when you know 50 Cent about to come upside down and you hear that roar of the crowd. You know Eminem about to come up and, 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 we're, and it's about to explode. And then you hear that roar of the crowd. You're right. You're like right there with those dancers. Like, on the field, and these are the people that I love. Come on, man. I, I gotta go to Clubhouse. Hey, who on Clubhouse? Blink your mic. Who on Clubhouse would work, work two that, weeks? Work, work two weeks. Miss watching the actual game. Miss watching the actual game. To, but being there to see the halftime New Dog, show. Eminem, uh, Fifty Cent, Mary, everything. Blink your mic if if if, if uh, you see if anyone's there supporting Money Mike and his, his journey to work over there. Okay, Crispy, go ahead. Yeah, man. I don't know if I'm um if I'm gonna risk missing the Super Bowl just to work during the halftime show. I don't know if I take that risk, man. The Super Bowl is like it's a once in a lifetime opportunity to go Thank to. You. The tickets are so expensive, man, for the average person. So yeah, I'm not missing the Super Bowl. I can't do it. Thank you. <laughs> hey, hey, Chris, let me ask you: Would you if would you work it to try to sneak in? Like, like, like oh, the, the scenario I gave you. Would you, would you have like kept on walking? I would have kept walking, my guy. <laughs> my head down. <laughs> Just catch me, man. That's yeah. the reason to be there is for yeah, the actual yeah. game. Yeah, that, that, that's why I'm mad about that. All right, cool. Anybody else? Anybody else got something to say for Money Mike over there from Clubhouse? <laughs> of course, we love that support over there. Okay, go go ahead, Talib. Um. Today's Super Bowl win was kind of well deserved. I think, I think honestly, any of us, including myself, because I worked to have you know the whole Super Bowl because I didn't work tonight, and tonight was well deserved. I think both teams put in great effort, but with some of the injuries that the Bengals had, I think like that's what kind of messed them up toward the end. And I think tonight was well well deserved. It was a great time, and you know, it was fun. Um, Halftime show was awesome. Um, I think it, it could have went a little, you know, a little, a little bit better. <laughs> awful. That's because Money okay. Mike worked on that thing. Well, well, let's talk about that, man. What what did you not like about the halftime show? Look, he's taking it personal. He brought out stage number twenty eight. He's taking it man, personal. Right? No, no. Right. No, I know. I know you like. I, I know you like the, the circle. I mean, that was perfect. But what did you not like about the halftime show? Like is how Fifty Cent like looked thicker than usual. <laughs> he was like, a little. Uh, yeah, oh, we, been, we, we been, were talking about how he been eating. He hasn't good. been missing any meals. Yeah, and he looks like he just got like out of a state penitentiary. Well, Yo. I mean, that's how he always looks. <laughs> All right, for- hey, but you know what? It, it, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this: like the, the upward, 50, 50 Cent was. We had the NDA. wasn't supposed to tell you know what was supposed to happen. Um, but everybody amongst that knew that 50 Cent with the special guest, everybody was saying should have been Ice Cube. Everybody was like, where's Ice Cube? Should have been know? Ice Cube. Yeah, like that, that that was like the consensus. Like, man, you know, Ice Cube should be doing the show. 
Okay, so let me ask anybody that said that, okay, fine. This was a literally an aftermath party. Yeah. It yeah, was, it was, it was aftermath. Party. It was Interscope. Ice Cube ain't did nothing on that or when it comes to that. Now, he did NWA stuff, but we're, this is, we're not talking about NWA. We're talking about Jimmy yeah, Alvin. Yeah, we're not talking about that. You know, so we're talking about we're talking all like of the stuff world. from Aftermath, all of that stuff. So, to me, it's logical for 50 Cent to be there because of the fact because that he, if you're going to have, if you're going to have um, Eminem there, and you're going to have Mary J there, and you're going to have Dr. Dre there, who's the other biggest artist that Dr. J has worked in the past? I mean, other than those people we were just talking about, mm-hmm. other than Snoop Dogg and Eminem, it's going to be 50 Cent. So, yes, Ice Cube is L.A. That's right. But Ice Cube, where would he fit in if we're talking about the continuity and we're talking about is what? He just going you know, He's just going to do a song. I mean, I, I love Ice Cube. I like N.W.A. That would have been the old school. But if you bring N.W.A. out, I mean, you bring out Ice Cube, you got to bring out N.W.A. That's what I was going to say. You got to bring, bring out everybody. You should have done bring uh, out whoever's Ren. left. You got to do all that. Exactly. But yeah, you know, you know, done that. You know, that would have been sweet. You know, you know what's funny, though? Know, I heard a rumor today about that, uh, that Warren G was really upset that he, that, didn't... That he wasn't part of it. And, but I got to thinking about that. Like, yeah, Warren no. G always getting screwed by Dr. Dre. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, let's be real, though. <laughs> I mean, we like it. No, no, know, no. no. Nah. Let's talk about it. Like, I like, I like, I like, but it's like, okay. There are a lot of people. But let me tell that. you this. Like, when I. A lot of people. Okay, look. All right. So, I love, I love Warren G, too, right? But if we, 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 we going to keep it a buck. Think about it. Like, if we're talking about Regulate, who the star Regulate? Yeah, Who started Regulate? Who's yeah. the star of that song? It ain't they, Warren G. And that's Warren G's biggest song is Regulate. Right. So if we're talking, we really about to be like, okay, Warren G, you mad that you ain't on there? No, bro, you got to bring Nate Dog, and Nate Dog ain't coming. Okay, so, <laughs> so uh, rest, rest right? in peace. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, so yeah. I'm sorry, bro. Like, you know, you have, for me, I don't see how you could be mad about it. If anybody, you probably would be Ice Cube, if anybody would be that way. But, you know, but other than that, man, I, I, I thought this, I thought it was good. Um, of course, it's for us Gen Xers, and you know, um, <laughs> it was our, it was our, you know, uh, um, pretty much our uh, Super Bowl halftime show. I know the younger kids, like you know, they probably thinking like, man, no, 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 no. The younger kids love Dre. All that music is timeless, and they they appreciate it. I thought it was quirky, honestly. Like, what? first of all, yeah. Look, if Eminem is doing, like, choreography where he's, like, kneeling down and holding this till Dre finishes his piano, that's quirky because Eminem doesn't do choreography, dude. That shit right there is quirky. I don't know. That well, was I'm just gonna say, I'm going to tell you what's quirky about me. I Because I, I swear I probably saw that show, like, 20 times. You know, uh-huh. my, you know my favorite part of that show every time what? was when Mary J. Bonds fell down and kicked the legs up. Like, that was, like... My- <laughs> yeah, and they, and they gave you an aerial shot of that, yeah, too. Yeah, I was like... But it was, was so like- funny to me when she did it. But you know what? I'm, we, we're going to get off the Super Bowl because we got to yep. go, uh, you know, talk about, man, this... this, this this trade. No, we don't we have to. Do but look, okay, okay, we will. Look, look. All right. Today, the, the NBA trade deadline has come and passed, right. and we will talk about it. Yeah, that. so today I realized that 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 piano that Dre was sitting at yes. was not a piano. <laughs> uh, our producer, was, our producer, <laughs> do I call it? He's like, man, if you think he's really playing man, that right now. Listen, <laughs> I went that. to that cart. And I looked underneath, and there were no chords. <laughs> there were no Secrets. chords. Secrets. I, I'm like, wow. Why are you airing it? I'm like, like that, yo, man. is this just a keyboard that they just plugged in to make it look like it? So that dude, just I'm just letting y'all. I'm giving y'all spoilers now. The NDA is over. I'm no longer working for the NFL. <laughs> that you know, he literally did a very good acting job because I was convinced until I looked That's underneath funny. the piano. That's I saw funny. no chords at all. Let me ask wow. you this. Uh, the, the, was it just the field that was covered with something? It looked like uh, the city. It looked like Yeah, a, it was a, the city of Compton. That was what, the goal. It was, it, it, oh, the whole thing. Yeah, so the, if you notice at the very beginning, like uh-huh. if you recorded it, it was on Dre's hand, and then he basically put it on the field. At the very beginning. Well, yeah, well. Okay, everybody who recorded the Super Bowl, yeah. you'll notice when they say, we're going to welcome Dr. Dre, and he comes in here, and it was in his hand, and he opened his hand up, and that image is the same image that's on the field. Okay, okay. so yeah, his yeah. heart and soul. Yeah. And so, such. Okay. Speaking of that field real quick, dude, um, I know this is going back to the game, but it's, I think it's embarrassing for the, for the uh, SoFi to be in Los Angeles and have turf. 
You know, I mean, that makes this no weather. sense, especially the way that it, well, this Super Bowl came out and to see Ob, uh, you know, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. get hurt because of the fact that there was turf. There's absolutely no reason for there to be turf in Los Angeles. It's California. I, I agree like, with that. It, it makes no sense, dude. Like, I, just roll out some grass. Yeah, I they agree can do it that. in Vegas. They can do it. Yeah, that. that's what I said. Exactly. When you say roll out some grass, literally, that's what Vegas does, and that's what Arizona does. Where the next two Super Bowls are going to be. Mm-hmm. One the next one is in Arizona, and the next one's in, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, right. So, yeah. I just want to say that. All right, excellent. All right. Okay, let's move on to the subject at hand. Let's move on to the NBA. Uh, the NBA trade trade deadline has come and gone, guys, and uh, we expected big things from the Lakers, and, of course, we've got our nothing. We got zip. We got zilch. We got nothing. Uh, the Lakers did nothing, but we knew that they were not in a position to do much, but we still hoped and prayed that uh, some sort of magical Kwame Brown for Pal Gasol was going to come out of uh-huh. nowhere. Uh, it didn't happen, Stat Pat. And uh, what were you thinking as the trade deadline came and passed and the Lakers uh, just stood still? Um, well, one, I wanted to see if the Lakers in the front, I mean, well, the Stars um, in the front office was like, what if they were on the same page? You know, um, what I find really funny is um, is after the trade deadline got, went, you know, went on and we didn't make any moves, all of a sudden, you start hearing the stories about how AD and LeBron was consulted with by, you know, Palinka and Palinka's lying and all this other stuff. And I'm I'm more of the fact, like, look, man, if you don't cry about the roster, the roster you created, you pretty much, with Jeannie Buss and, and Rambus at this point, basically are making these moves. You guys wanted Westbrook here. Westbrook is here. Traded the farm for it. Okay. Now the guy is literally trying to be a GM and not trying to trade Westbrook or any other package with a first-round pick. And fools are mad at him because he doesn't want to go ahead and market mortgage the future or market what left of the future that we do have. So, and if you notice, after the trade deadline, the, the, the Lakers are able to trade Westbrook plus a 2027 first-round pick and the 2029 first round pick. So you now and it, so it's your 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 options are going to be more at the, but they are trying to salvage this season that they basically didn't take seriously for the whole whole season. And now they're trying to go ahead and try to at the last at the 11th hour to try to salvage this season and try to scrape around some kind of weird roster just so they can make a fake push on a, a on fake push for the play. Because you know they're not going to win anything. You know, everybody like a healthy AD or healthy LeBron. Okay, let me see it. Because last night, what happened? The play of the Warriors and what happened? You know what I'm saying? Like, so they played a team, they played against a dameless, you know, Blazer team. And and, and they lost. So you tell me, like, how are we going to really believe that a marginal player would have made us go over the hump. Maybe I'm wrong. but That's not happening. Money Mike, uh, Anthony Davis was quoted as saying that he was relieved when the trade de- deadline came and passed. Now, why is he worried? What was he worried about? And why is he relieved? Well, you know, I think everybody had, you know, there were so many rumors that go out. You never know what's true. Um, I know that they did um, have him in the equation of a possible trade, things like that. Um, look, I, I think AD is a cat that's kind of satisfied with the having one ring. Um and mm, and full. and he likes to, you know to be on Lakers because yeah, right. he's in Southern California. Um, I that's just that's just like my feeling about him. Um, the the thing to piggyback on what Pat's saying, like, look, you know, when you put this team together, you would you were literally were going, and this is what always the Lakers do. They go for name brand versus, um, mm-hmm. you know what the needs mm-hmm. are. And so when now when they're at the uh, main well, brand, not, that's what uh, uh, the Mitch Kupchak started doing towards the end of his tenure with the Lakers. Jerry West got the star, but also built the teams around those stars. Yeah, Kupchak started that and then kind of left that formula behind when Jimmy Buss got in charge, and we haven't seen it since. Yeah, yeah, and now everything is like because LeBron is in the air, and and he kind of wanted to dictate with who he wants to play with, what he wants to do. It is I just hate the whole concept of everything that's kind of like like going on because it's it does it we're not making a team for the needs you know 
Like, like if you look at like old school, they was like, yo, we got Jordan. We got, you know, we got Pippen. We now we defense. need this. We need that. We need some yeah. defense and some rebounds. Hey, we know Robin is crazy, but he fits. Mm-hmm. He checks off those boxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think Robin would be a good fit? You know, you know, because he does this. He don't want the ball. He don't want to score. He plays defense and gets rebounds. Do you think, you know, we can make all this work? The answer is yes, right? It's, it's not. But but with us, it's like, hey, you know, I got my homeboy over here, Carmelo, that I always wanted to play with. You know, no shade on Carmelo because he's basically. Yeah, actually, he was our most consistent best. player to start the season. So but there's no we shade literally on have Buddy Hill and DeRozan that begging to come over here. And and they actually would have been a better fit. Oh yeah, but you know we not to mention uh, a start towards the future without LeBron. Absolutely. So so it just is all wrong. Yeah. Um, Cam Payton from uh, the Suns was quoted in Twitter Spaces saying, "We're not afraid of LeBron. Nobody's afraid of LeBron." Yeah, I believe that. Well, you know, it's funny, but see, like, see, I don't believe that's just talk anymore. But see, okay, so. At this point, you got to see the Phoenix Suns feel that they have a little bit of momentum, right? Feel that they're the best in the West. They got a great record. They've been there. They've been there. So now they want to go back to where they, you know, they were last year. They have a swagger. Now they have a swagger. And he's the most talkative one, right? So he is that guy. He was that guy last year. You know, he was the one that came down when when, when Paul was kind of hurt. He came there. He pretty much lifted them and kept them afloat. Mm -hmm. So he got a lot to say, you know? Um, at the same time, he knows, and we all know, that they were pretty much an AD injury away from getting the hell out of there in five games. But we're going to, you know, you know, if if with the fifth, you know what I'm saying? You can't really say that. It's what it is, right? But what I'm saying, though, when it comes to the Phoenix Suns, is they really have, they have everything they need to go. Through. But I'm looking at the East now, and... Are you that much better? The East has definitely you know the the Nets now. Are you that much better than the Bucks? Than the Bucks or the uh, the Sixers? The Sixers like now? because I'm saying I'm like you have Aiden, you have Aiden, you have your guy there. Your, your, your guy, great, but he's he's also he is going to get destroyed by, by Embiid, Embiid, just like he did. And by I know his, this, yeah. you know. And if if Harden is cooking. Well, he was getting destroyed by Davis until Davis went down. Right, so yeah. it's so it's what it is. So, yes, look, man, every, you know it, you know how it is. Back you know how it is, man. Fouls. When the Lakers are down, everyone comes start poking and start talk, talking their stuff. But it's what it is, man. Dude, all right, we want to hear yeah. from from yeah. Clubhouse. Anybody in Clubhouse has something to say? I know you do because this is the Los Angeles Lakers fan club in Clubhouse. Come on, guys, tell us what we got to do to get through this season. Tell us what you were thinking or hoping right. was going to happen right. at the trade right. deadline. Uh, go ahead and flash your mics. All right, Tally, let me hear from you. All right. So basically, after I just got done hearing from you guys, and I'm actually quite disgusted. Um, how you guys are sitting? Up here saying, I'm going to fade LeBron. I, I'm, I'm actually going to quote you guys discussing it wrong on that part because here we go. LeBron is from LA. LeBron is the king of LA. To me, that's my defense. And the reason why is because somebody that has been around the league for so many years now, for so long, in and out of the league and knows what he's doing, sometimes. He's going in and out. Yeah. yeah, talking to your mic. Your, your mic's going your in mic, and out. You're going to go in and out. But I disagree with everything you're saying right now. You say he was the king of L.A. Right? <laughs> right. But go ahead. I'm going to let you go ahead. We lost him. Oh, okay. hey, we well, well, I want him to get in. back. I want him to get. I want him to get back in because I yeah. wanted to hear what yeah, he said. Yeah, 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 come back in. Tap back in. So go ahead and uh, yeah, tap, tap back in when you chop your mic. Tyler, All right, he, so so he was trying to talk about LeBron, and he was trying to say that uh, LeBron's the king of LA. Well, now, yeah, he's not. The, for, I'm just yeah. want to hear his point. Yeah, yeah I, I do. I, 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 I want him to fill it out, and I, I, mean, I, 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 so, I do too. Is he still there? Go ahead and flash. Go him ahead. Out. Go ahead and try again, man. No, I don't hear him. All right. Nope, he's not there. Okay, okay, come back. No problem. Anybody else? Anybody else from Clubhouse got something to say about our Los Angeles Lakers and this trade deadline? And what's going on? Uh, right, go ahead, Crispy. I, I was honestly hoping for a trade, but deep down inside me, I knew he wasn't going to do anything. Um, I, I felt like we were waiting for the, buy, the buyout market. 
Um, now that the trade deadline is over, I know we're waiting for the buyout market, even though it's not much on it. Um, I don't think there's any players that's going to come in and change the, dyma- the dynamics of our team right away mm-hmm. like we desperately need. Um, it's going to take a lot of commitment from the guys that we do have, especially in the defensive end. I need all guys to commit. Um, and I need also, you know, guys to be holding themselves accountable as well. Um, LeBron, the greatest player in the world, he missed those free throws. If he makes them free throws, the game goes into overtime. We got a chance to win it. So, yeah, everybody is held accountable in our squad. Um, I don't care how big of a superstar you are, you know. But yeah, yeah. we got to keep we got to keep focused, man. We got to keep focused for sure. I think we still can make some noise, you know. We're only ninth in the West. Um, about five, what five, just five and a half, six games out of fifth place. So yeah, I mean, we, we still can make some noise. All right, uh, Crispy, I'd, I'd I'd love to know. Um, we didn't make anything, you know, nothing big on the trade deadline. Um, you're, we're hoping maybe something in the buyout market, but there's nothing big really going to happen there. What exactly are we hoping is going to happen this off season that's going to turn this team around? What what exactly uh, Westbrook's gone? Trevor Ariza gone. What are we hoping? What I mean, if they continue with this formula of putting the team together, it's not going to work. Can we agree with that, Crispy? Yeah, we definitely can agree with that, um, Jeff. I, I feel like we got to get rid of Russ. <laughs> That's the bottom line of it. I don't know how we're going to pull it off, but we got to get we got to get rid of Russ and possibly replace him. If Kyrie can accept playing with LeBron again, I think that'd be a dope um, reconnection there. Because I know he's a he's a free agent this offseason. So, mm. yeah, we need a higher caliber point guard to come in and actually be a point guard for our squad. Um, we haven't had a true point guard since, like, Magic and Derek Fisher, man. We need a point guard. Now, uh, on the buyout market, Money Mike, uh, we hear that uh, it's a potential that Goran Dragic will be out there. How do you feel about that? I mean, I mean what's he going to do? Like, that's a whole nother guard. We're going to give him time over Westbrook? Probably not because – I guess Westbrook got seniority in 44 minutes. But he's a ball handling guard. More, he, right? he is. But, you know, like, I, I'm, I I hate to say I give up on the season. But, I mean, all season we've been talking about, okay, what about the next 20 games or the next 10 games? And every 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 milestone that we put in place has been a disappointment. Yeah, so, but we, we also keep dropping the bar. We're like, like even right. Crispy said, well, we're in ninth. Yeah, and so we, we can only. We're, we're uh, talking about making the playoffs. If we get into the playoffs, listen. If we literally saw, you know, I'm a Raider fan like Pat. We literally saw the Chargers and the Raiders go toe to toe overtime, and the Raiders win the game and make the playoffs, and they got eliminated next week. They might as well have not won the game, as far as I'm concerned. How do you feel? (laughs) How do you you feel? Like why? Why even? Like like the Chargers actually got the best because we already knew. Okay, cool. They're not gonna win. You know, like if, if you're gonna go, if you're gonna go, there was the disappointment, wasn't yeah, it? So yeah, it's a championship or bust, regardless. Yeah, it, right. I mean, why why are we going to the playoffs if we're not if we're not trying? Okay, to win? so like, so some this is why. Also, I have we are the Lakers. Dude. I have I have. So this is when it comes to me being a fan of multiple sports. Like the expectation I put on my Lakers, I cannot just give that to other teams I follow. I agree. Like you know, so the if, gonna so, so if I'm going to use that, what you're just saying is that the Raiders get in there and I'm going to judge them like I judge my Lakers. That's unrealistic because that's they're true. not really those expectations are not there for that team. If they were say, if our team was say the the Chiefs, I'll be disappointed right now. I'm looking at that game like I know I, we we could have probably beat the Rams. You know what I'm saying? Like they're looking at the Super Bowl, they should be disappointed. The Raiders just like, oh, okay, yeah, well, you know, we were just happy to be there. You know what I'm saying? Um, in terms of the the the, um, the Lakers, however, one, that's what they said about the Bengals too. One thing about the um, they made it to the Super Bowl. Gordon Dragic, um, what he can do is get get us Luca. Yeah, that's what he can do. Hey, I, I like that's that. what he can and do. And then 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 when LeBron right. could be gone, right? I mean, I think I mean we, yeah. we need to go ahead and work on that. If he want to play with his son, uh, look. And this is another thing. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna sit up here because this has been on my mind for a minute right now. Yep. When it comes to the Lakers fandom, we have Laker fans and we have LeBron James fans that are Laker fans. Very true. That are looking at Evan Mobley and Darius Garland. 
over there in the Cavs and envisioning a kind of another round with the Cavaliers and like, well, that's looking mighty good right now. I'm going to just tell anybody that's like that. Y'all can hit kick rocks. Y'all can go because I'm from the old school. I, I, I grew up with is the name on the front and not the name on the back and players come and go. I've seen Kobe. I've seen magic Kareem. I've seen Shaq. I've seen all these people take off and leave and we still are the Lakers. So if anybody decides they want to go because they do not like how Jeannie Buss is doing her running her team, and they feel that LeBron James should have autonomy and all the decisions and get none of the blame. I'm sorry, man. There's no room here for y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's about the Lakers and Lakers first. Everybody else is second. It's going. Everybody's going to come and go. And that goes for LeBron or anybody else. When Kobe said he wanted to play on Pluto, I didn't like it. But at the same time, I'm like, damn, Luau Dang might be kind of good. I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, like, I'm just maybe, maybe I'm, back then. I'm just went back then. I'm maybe trying to like, then. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to justify this stuff because I'm like, I can't group for anybody that want to be on my team. You know what I'm saying? And I can't see anybody like that rooting for the team that we root but, for. But here's the thing, though. Here's here's the thing about with Kobe. See, Kobe. You understood what Kobe was talking about. I understood that. Because they literally decided for, like, one season that they were going to tank, and Kobe was like, what are we doing? Because he won't accept he, that even one well, season. Well, well, the main reason why he didn't want to accept it was because he had a conversation with them, and they told him this is what our vision is, and then they basically lied to him. So he was like, well, no, y'all Understand the me. circumstances, brother. Right. What I'm saying is, at the time of you saying you don't want to play for That's the team – I go into battle mode, and I'm like, okay, it's the Lakers versus everybody. Yeah, That's where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yes, because I know we're going to attract the next player. I know we're going to get the next person. I've, if, You know, when you're young, when you're 20-some-odd years old and you've only been on this earth for only 20 years, you think it's the end-all, be-all. Like, I got, we got to keep this guy because we can't think as far as we can. We've seen, we've been Laker fans for almost our whole lives. We've seen him come and go. Mm-hmm. That's why it's disheartening when I'm hearing all these people are, are LeBron James fans more than they are with the Laker fans. And I just yeah. don't get that. And especially for my franchise, it's the Lakers. It's not about True him Lakers, helping out the Real Clippers. Laker fans well, follow the team, not the players. And, and well, we I mean, you, I mean, you haven't been you on Twitter? appreciate the players. You haven't been on Twitter? Because there's a lot of those LeBron <laughs> hey, James fans on Twitter. Hey, you, well, you know, Money Mike. Never the biggest one right there. I mean, I like LeBron. What I'm saying is I don't like people putting player over team. Okay, deal. Oh, yeah. All right, you. deal. I, uh, I would like to uh, say one team, and I just want to get your reaction. You just get a couple words, Stat Pat, Money Mike. Um, the Sixers. Stat. You got like two uh, or three words. Hey, they're going to do good. Okay. Sixers, Money Mike. You know what's crazy about that? Did you hear that they're You only to get, get a couple words, man. Well, I'm giving I'm giving you a couple words. Did you hear that they're trying to get D'Antoni over there? Oh, Did you hear about that? Uh, back There's to, a rumor. Back to Harden? Yeah, because Harden's over there now, and he's uh, trying to get. That would work. Well, and, I, I and believe D'Antoni know, is available. They are going to ruin Embiid. <laughs> yeah, they Do will destroy his legs. Far away from that right. team. Right. Absolutely. But, I mean, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Well, the whole dynamic, though, even between the Sixers and the Nets, uh, uh, Kyrie being a part-time player, Durant mm. not not being hurt, and, and Harden is there doing everything, complaining about both of them. But I guess Durant is the main star, and said and told ownership Lee and Nash to leave uh, to leave Kyrie alone. You know, and then that's why Harden was like, "Well, yo, like I'm I'm out here busting my ass, and we losing because you playing have part-time and you hurt, right. and y'all blaming me." Nets, Pat. Sorry, you're good. Nets. Oh well, the Nets. I think they're they're. I don't know. I'm I'm. I think they can work with Ben Simmons. Um, I mean, because obviously he's going to be passing it, and he doesn't have to be on the perimeter. Um, but now you have kind of like you have Kyrie being a point guard. You have like a point forward. So I don't know. Um, one stat that people. I mean, I don't know if they realize that the big three of Harden, KD and um Irvin played only 16 games together. Yes. They were 13 and 3. No, look, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, but look, I'm going to tell you right that now. That is so wild to me that they 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 blew it up. They blew it up. But look, the Nets right now, they got Seth too. Don't forget. Yeah, they do. Seth is over there too. Yeah. So now you got you got Ben Simmons who, who plays great defense and gets assists and, and doesn't Seth doesn't have doesn't scores. have doesn't want to score. 
Seth is a great perimeter shooter. Sure. I mean, he's not Steph, but Seth will work. Oh, yeah. And, and we still got Kyrie part-time and, and KD. I mean, I think they 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 could be definitely a contender. I think that's a great move for the Nets. If anyone on Clubhouse has anything to say about the trades here, uh, we're talking about the Nets. We're talking about the Sixers uh, because there's absolutely nothing to talk about with the Lakers and trades. So if you have anything, uh, go ahead and tap your mic. Um, did this change uh, your thoughts on NBA titles or chances there, uh, Stat? With these squads, um, I, I think I think to to me, I, I'm on, like I said, I like. I like a dominant big man and a nice perimeter player. Like I like, I like it's giving you know, a la Kobe of, Shaq. Yeah, it gives you that kind and of vibe. And that's what that's what that's what they have. That's, that's kind what of the that Sixers have. So, so you like what the Sixers do, and everyone else pitches in. But we know the two heavy lifting, which they are capable of. Right. Whereas not a lot of people are going to be asking to you know eat. I mean, so, look, I mean, you literally have Harden that wants to get his thirty from the outside, and then he beat that thirty point triple. Did we get anyone on yeah. uh, Clubhouse tapping? Yeah. Ivan, let me let me hear from you, Ivan. So I have a Ivan. question for y'all. Who, there you go. Who do you think won that trade? Um, man, um, I think the Nets. I think I think the Nets won the trade because they got they got Seth. Yeah, I think the Nets. I think the Nets because Harden was unhappy anyway, so they traded Harden even though he's a scorer. But but they don't have to worry about points on that squad. They yeah. have scores. So uh, I think the Nets. What do you think, Scott? Uh, actually, I mean, I think the Sixers won. Really? Yeah. I mean, okay. I, 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 I just, I think that Harden, I don't, I mean, look, I, I, everyone can critique his game and I do a lot, but, um, but just that combination of taking the, the scoring pressure off of Embiid and having to worry about him just destroying everybody in the middle. And then, you know, you have Curry, I mean, Curry, excuse me, um, Harden outside, just working from out. I just think it's going to be a lot of that. Um, now, of course, the defense, they got to worry about that. And Simmons do give um, um, a lot of defense to the Nets. But for my personal my personal favorite, I think the Sixers won that trade. But that's just me. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, anybody else on Clubhouse, go ahead and tap your mics, of course. We'll let you hop on the show. That's what this is about. The Profanity Nation podcast is about the voice of the professional fan. So you can join the show. We love it when you do. Um, okay, so uh, we're talking about the NBA. We're talking about the landscape of the NBA. We, we, we touched a little bit on East and West. Money, has the power shift officially happened? Has the East taken over as the favorite, at least the, the stronger, more dominant conference right now? You know, that's a good question. I mean, um, the, the thing about the East is it's, it's top-heavy, there's nothing. Right, so you know you have you know what three teams it drops off quick Milwaukee, Philly, and the Nets. After that, you know Chicago. Uh, they're, they're not, not they're not there yet, right? So um, we still have a little bit more. You know, we could go to six top six teams in the West still, um, but those top three over in the East are pretty tough. Okay, and who are the top three right now in your mind uh, in the West? We know the top three are easy in the East. Uh, who are your top three in the West? Ed? Yeah, and that's the th- that's the thing. And I, I hear uh, I hear money say um, the legit top three, not necessarily just because that's their record right now. Right. Who are your legit? Top well, three? no, that's what I'm, that's what, that's what I was going to say. Um, when I hear money says that the West is you know when the East is top heavy, well then you got to say that thing the same thing about the West because I'm looking at I don't believe in Utah, I don't believe in Denver, I don't believe in Dallas, I don't believe in any of these teams that are three through 10 are not really teams that I see that can make it. There's only the, there's only the Suns and the warriors. I mean, that you would think that would come out of the West, anybody else. And if anybody else is from the West can upset any of those two, it would have to be the Lakers because we just have the star power. Other than that, it ain't going to be nobody else. That's where I'm looking at the East. And I do see Milwaukee as a champs. I see the, you know, the Sixers, you still got, um, you know, the Nets don't don't sleep on the Cavs. I mean, a young upstart Cavs team is really putting in work. A lot of a lot of people are not sleeping on the Cavs with Darius Garland, where you got Mobley, you got Allen, you got a lot of good players on that team. Um, also DeRozan. I mean, if 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 Caruso didn't get hurt, I would be like there would be one of our um, you know, our um uh dark horses. But to me, I think the Eastern Conference right now is a stronger conference than the West. 
only because it's only the Warriors and the Suns in the West for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as we wind down here, guys, I'd, I'd like to talk about really quick the Warriors. You brought them up. Uh, Clay's back, of course, and he's starting to get his rhythm back. Uh, are they a true threat? Yes. Are, are they? Are you feeling like yes. they're a threat like they were in the past? Or Yeah, getting back yeah. money? I mean, I look, they've been there before. So they, they're definitely not afraid. They and, they and they're pretty much the same team. Like they literally actually right. brought the, t- the, the the championship team back. Yeah, just, they're a little older, but they're the same team. They they know what to do. They're older, but the way they play, they can accommodate that. Well, that's my point. Like they brought they brought Iggy back. They brought uh, uh I can't think of his name. Uh, other guy. <sighs> I don't know. You're, I losing it. You're losing that money, Mike. Yeah, I'm getting old. Either I'm way, sorry, you think they're, they're competing I, yeah, and listen, you like their game. Golden State absolutely could go to the finals this year um, because they they have all the pieces, and then those pieces have been together, and those pieces have won a championship already. Step, I would say if there's one team that isn't already uh at their peak or or already accomplishing what you'd expect them to you the lakers have to do more you know but but you already we pretty much think the lakers have done what they're going to do what, we, what we're going to see um we actually believe with golden state there's still room for growth because of the return of clay they could actually still get better yeah. and a lot better as they had this season before mm-hmm. they get to the playoffs is that right you feel yeah i think they can um like Mike was saying, they have the continuity. They've been there before. They 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 know how to play together. Um, Draymond and you know Curry and and Clay they work seamlessly together. Um, there's still people out there that actually try to convince me that they, that picking Wiseman over Lamelo was still the best thing to do. And I don't know. I think mm. that's the, that take is looking worse. By the day, <laughs> like it doesn't even make any sense that was, how it, that team would look if was, if Ball was on that team. Right and, now. and if you remember, I said that I said, "Dude, this is scary." If they get Melo, they didn't want to do that. They, they wanted. They felt that they, they needed right. to play. They needed to play a game that's not their game, and that's why I was kind of uncharacteristic for them. You play your game. You put the foot on the gas. That's what you do. You go ahead and you go 100 miles per hour every game. Then why are you going to try to slow it down or at least try to have that big man present? I mean, Draymond is doing what he's doing and he's been doing it for the longest man, time right consistent. now. I, look, I'm happy because obviously they're in the West. And, right. and, and, and But I, I said it though. I said, look, one thing Curry does not have is defense and, and the metal does. Right. So, you know, they would have been able to hide him. And then, then now you're literally just alt, uh, alternating between the. Uh, Clay and uh, and Lamelo, you're not losing. Obviously, as you can see, Lamelo was all star this year. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah you're not played, losing. He's playing great, but he's yeah, you're not great. losing anything. All right, guys. So uh, every show we end the Profanity Nation podcast with a segment we like to call Money Mike's Out of Bounds. Money Mike is going to go ahead and share his thoughts or opinions on a topic, and he just wants to know: is he in bounds or out of bounds? Money Mike. You got I the mic. think everybody gonna agree with me with this, man. Like, he says that I, every no, time. yeah, no, no. Yeah, Sometimes yeah, I wonder. I think everybody gonna agree with me. All right, let's go. Let's go. So, already. so my guy AD Eric Diggers. Yeah, you guys hear about him? Yes. You heard about him back? No, talk to so me. So Eric Dickerson was sitting around. that was asking him. You know, if, if for those of you guys know who Eric Dickerson is, he was all time Russian leader for you know, um, no, not Russian leader before single season record. Uh, that just got broke, I think, like a year ago. But it was up for over twenty. Mm-hmm. Played for the Rams. Uh, played for the Rams. He's legend. Rams. Uh, the Rams. He, Eric Dickerson goes on to and uh, has an interview and says that he's going to watch the game at home because the Rams only offered him a seat in the four hundred section. Nosebleeds, he said. And so he said that he did not want to be a distraction, and he did not want to make it about him. You know, so he was just going to go home. When I heard that, I said, wait a minute. First of all, dude, if you wanted to have better seats, you could buy you a better seat. You got enough money, number one. Number two, you are making it about you because you're telling out publicly <laughs> that the Rams offered you a seat <laughs> in the 400 session. So, so yeah. if, why, listen, when if you're not going to make something about you, why would you go two days before Super Bowl and say the Rams are giving me seats that I think that should have been better. 
and you don't want to make it about him. Am I out of bounds for that dude to say he's lying and he definitely wanted to make it about him to try to get better seats for the Super Bowl? Am I out of bounds for saying that? I'm going to go straight to clubhouse. Uh, Crispy, you got my back. You know, am I out of bounds for saying that that this Eric Dickinson was just trying to get better seats for free? Nah, man, I think you completely in bounds, Money Mike. Um, he was trying to come up, man. I can't. <laughs> uh, uh, I, right, probably, yeah. I probably would have did the same move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, but like I said, don't be like it ain't about me when it is about you, man. Anybody yeah, it, else? It Ivan, you have an opinion on it? Ivan, you there? Uh, there we go. I think that's just that's crazy, man. That he really went out like that. Like I don't know. I think you're inbounds about it. So <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Hey Lakers, you there? I think you're not there. All right, hey, stat pad. My out of bounds. No, nah, man, you in bounds, dude. You in bounds, man. He he did make it about him. <laughs> At the same time, you know, what's it, up, Rams? It's Eric Dickinson. What the hell? One, one or two tickets. You can't get the man in a suite. The season on. He so has this, filled with sweets. Eric Dickinson has the most rushing yards in a season for that franchise. Forget the NFL. Yes. It's been broken by the NFL, but still for the Rams, he's still the leader in the clubhouse. You mean to tell me they can't give him in that house to give him a better seat than the 400 section? 400. <laughs> I've been in the 400, bro. <laughs> okay, you barely can look at the inner ring when you're in SoFi, hey, all right? I'm, I'm so you need to be down at least a little bit, like get closer to the lower come bowl. Sweets, everything. I mean, come you on. You thought he would have been there part of all the events and everything. Look, you would man. think so. Look, An I'm, ambassador. On, on the field. It'll be in recognized. That's whack by the Rams. That's whack. But that's the Rams for you. The Rams. All right. So so it's the Rams. Uh, I say you're inbounds because he's definitely looking for the attention. But the Rams deserve to be called out on yep. it. So I don't necessarily hold Eric Dickerson like response. So I say, no, they, they deserve to be called out on it because that is right cheesy right there. Well, I, so I, I don't have a problem with him calling them out. I have a problem saying it ain't about, ain't about him. Yeah, you know it's about him. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. See, because I called them out. <laughs> it's so true. You know, call them out, but yeah. make it about you and, yes. and, and yeah. own that. Yeah. And, and I, let me just say, say I want some extra. I want better. Like, I want some attention on this. I want, some I want to let y'all know who I am. And if yeah. I want people to start Googling yeah, I ain't forgot, to find yeah, out who, ain't I forgot am, who I am, if you ain't never heard of me, right? Right. But let me let me just add one more thing to that. I I obviously because I've did the halftime show, have been on that field. Let me tell you, when you look up, you can't see four hundred sections, five hundred sections. You cannot no. even see those seats from the field. No, I promise you, you can't. See, I've looked up and I was like, I can't see, I can't see Bruh. that top row. Uh, that's so how, that's how see, high they are. So how can they can see uh, the the field? That, that's from how there. high they are. That's funny. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, you know what? The Rams are the Rams, but they have won. Uh, they are this year's Super Bowl champions. So we can celebrate that. LA congratulations, has Rams. Title. They got. I'm people out here in LA. They have they have fireworks going off. We can hear them from Everybody. our new studio. We're only about seven miles uh, east of Los Angeles over here, so uh, we're not too far. Everybody's celebrating uh, on our way into the studio. Yeah, like you said, you can hear the yeah. fireworks and everything. Hey, Everybody that did sporting goods, getting all their gear. Bro, it's crazy. Man. Already, right? Already. Looking, man, I, what I did notice, though, <laughs> I noticed the past two weeks, man, there's a lot of brand new. It was a brand, brand new. Brand new. It's like it's straight out the box, right? They were popping the tags Absolute. off. Oh. I'm like, Oh yeah, I know. I'm, I wear I wear a hat. I wear a hat, so oh, I know yeah. a fitted. I know a clean fitted hat when I see yeah. it. And it was like, man, you ain't got you ain't Brand broke your bill. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't wearing that hat, man. You just barely wore that hat, man. So I don't know, man. I mean, shout out to the Rams. I mean, I'm happy for the city. That's right. I'm happy. Yeah, for the city. I'm happy for the. I'm city happy for the well. city, and I got a lot of friends that are Rams. So if it wasn't my the Raiders, happy, at least we brought it home to LA, right? Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll give them that. You know, only thing I'm mad at the Raiders can, can't say anymore that we're the only team. They brought a championship to Los Angeles, so no, you can't we can't that. have that anymore. That was just we are claiming the fame, but okay. now we yeah. gotta fall Thank back. Goodness. Well, we can say we're the first. All you gotta do is just say this. Yeah, thing. we gotta fall back. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. We gotta fall back now. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to thank one of our sponsors. I'd like to thank Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center out in Chatsworth, California. Uh, they are awesome. They take care of us. They take care of the show. They make all this possible. Uh, they help us get this show out every week. So be sure to stop by the uh, Pure Life Alternative Wellness Center in Chatsworth. They have 
have everything you need to chill out, uh, Stizzy's, um, you know, Raw Garden, uh, you name it. They have their brands. Uh, you definitely go by there. Say hi and let them know the Profanity Nation sent you. Uh, other than that, thank you, everybody. Thank you to the Los Angeles Lakers fan club, as usual, on Clubhouse. Uh, to everybody listening to the podcast right now, be sure to sign up on the Los Angeles Lakers fan club. That's how you can join the show. That's how you can be part of the program. Uh, be sure to follow and subscribe to the the Profanity Nation podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you stream your shows. All you have to do is say, hey, stream the Profanity Nation podcast and we're there. We're live every Sunday night at 8.30 p.m. and you can find us right here. So be sure In to join us studio. next week. This is our new studio. It's going to keep getting better and better, but you can find us right here and join the show. So thank you, everybody. Thank you, Money Mike. Thank you, Step Pat. We're really happy to be here. Thank you, Los Angeles Rams. Thank you to our engineers on the other side. We really appreciate it. Profanity Nation, we out. We out. Peace. Profanity Nation. Yeah, it's the new era of man for some old school fans with a new school brand. We got money on the mic with the plan in hand. And Stat Pat to his left, they go hand in hand. And to the right, we got Simster, he putting it down. It's the Profanity Nation, we running the town. Yeah, it's the Profanity Nation. Profanity Nation.